You could talk to him? This isn't the movies. Nothing's going to happen. You know, there's been research. I don't want to talk to him. We never talked. He was never interested. Why should I bother him now? Do you think he's got a chance to recover? Even if it's just enough to, to go back to Seoul? God. I hope not. What? Tenth day of May in the year 2021, and broadcasting at 10, 22, and 21 past the hour here in the AM from the friendly confines of my home office recording studio here in Parts Unknown, South Jersey, on a cloudy day. Some blue skies trying to poke through, trying to poke through. It's been a it was a, it was a cloudy, rainy weekend. But it is a Monday here, and this is the 353rd. Turn your phone off, sir. Turn your phone off, sir. Uh, 353rd episode of Jeff's The Movie Review Show, hosted by Jeff, who is, you guessed it, the guy's voice you're hearing right now. That's me. Uh, uh, I'll try not to talk in that voice for the rest of the uh, show, because that's no one wants that. But hi, this is Jeff, and I am grr, I'm pr- I'm proud. I don't know if I'm proud, but it's nice to be with you here in this in this edition of the show, uh, that show that never ends, that I'm never I'm never quite uh, caught up with. I do have one quick announcement: a podcast. What? This yes, well, this movie will be going back. This movie review show will be going out as a podcast again on a brand new feed now. I could just start putting them out there as I go, uh, but but I kind of want to to upload all the the entire archive, which is um another like I'm I'm complicating things here and it's making more work for myself and I constantly do this in, in projects in my life where I constantly kind of uh, amending them into to the point where like I've made more I've just made so much more work. Uh, uh, to them, for them, what have you? I don't know. Uh, anyway, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna give out the, the I'm using Anchor, which I, I've I've talked about before, and the show used to be a part of another podcast kind of feed that was just mixed in with some other podcast stuff. I kind of want this to be its own feed, so I, I went ahead and created a new account and the uh, custom URL. There's nothing on there right now, uh, so you, there's really no reason to say this, but it's Anchor.fm slash the movie review show and the dash movie dash review dash show. Um, and it's actually not even active yet because I haven't published it and I can't change it. So that's great. I'm not even happy with that right now because there's too many the dashes seem hard to say, to be honest with you. Um, explaining that nonsense. The show is also on Twitter and Facebook. These are all. I'm actually fucking. Fa- I meant to say uh, YouTube. I'm reading Facebook here. I don't have. Facebook. There's no Facebook account. Jesus Christ. Uh, 
Ladies are laughing outside my window. It's kind of creepy. Um, the movie review show dot blogspot.com that's the url for the 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 show's uh main page and that's really that's the main hub where you're gonna get all your all the movie review show archives content what have you and uh we're gonna get into today's movie today's episode which you heard a clip from the beginning of the program and it is columbus uh and and that and I played that clip about how this isn't. It was a very cliche kind of moment in the film where it's like when it, when a character says like, "That's that can't happen because this isn't like the movies," you know. And that sums up my issues with this movie, which it got. I I find I knew this was going to be a tough one to talk about. I haven't even written the review yet. I'm behind, I'm really behind on getting these the the written ones out for the last few that I've done and watched. Uh, I should tell you. Uh, there's a couple other, um, the Empty Man, the Mitchells versus the Machines. Those are the two previous ones. I still haven't posted those yet, as of, as of recording, as of the time I'm recording this. So the dates are going to be all wonky in terms of when you're hearing this and when that when the actual uh, when I recorded this and when they actually get them out. But, uh, yeah, this film is the I think the debut feature narrative film by a guy. Named Koganada, Koganada, and he's South Korean, born American filmmaker, and he's known for his video essays. Now I think I've seen some of these. I didn't. I don't even know if I knew I was watching him. Uh, I'm just gonna. These are a couple. A lot of them are like Wes Anderson, Kubrick. I think you know, he's really a pioneer in a lot of ways in, in, in a style which I'm kind of fascinated by, which is this YouTube video essay. And I don't I, I haven't gotten into his stuff on on that level. I want to because I do think there's a a real uh, art to doing that well. They're kind of a dime a dozen now, and I've kind of dipped my toes in the water of doing this as well. And I'm, I don't think I'm nearly... Um, as talented as this guy, but some of his stuff that he's made that on the video essay front on YouTube is um, Wes Anderson's From Above, Quentin Tarantino From Below. Those are just like points of view, and they're really cinematography kind of uh, based. Uh, Kubrick, One Point Perspective is another one. Malik, Fire and Water, What is Neorealism? Uh, Wes Anderson Centered, which I think that one got. I definitely saw that one. That's one. It's it's a it's a critique of how he's how he uses symmetry and, and centering in his shots. And um, he's made uh, even as the most recent one he's made is nothing at stake twenty twenty. So I don't really know about um, what that's all about. Uh, this is a little interesting. Uh, his his identity. Obviously, this is a this is a pseudonym. I think or some variation. He just goes by the one name. Very kind of cryptic. Uh, Koganada, it's just a one word, one name, identity. It says, identity is nearly unknown, wishing to keep his uh, uh, identity anonymous. Although he does attend screenings of his works, he explains in an interview through email for Filmmaker Magazine, I like Chris Marker's idea about your work being your work. I've also never identified much with my American name, which always feels a little strange to see or hear, and I'm quite fond of heteronyms. Uh, heteronyms. And uh, the moniker is taken from Kogo Nada, frequent screenwriter for uh, Ozu's films. And that's Kogo Nada. 
So it's just like he put those put those two names together, <laughs> first and last name to make a to be share. Um, I I like that uh, he's got um a bit of mystery behind him. Did I like this film? I didn't. I didn't like this film. I can't recommend it. I thought it was clunky, and I from 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 a dialogue in a in a, in a script point of view i can't remember a film that annoyed me more than this one in a, in, a, in a long time it was it was uh it was too it was a, it was the film it was just two people talking it was really just two people talking and for for a movie that's about at its heart i mean it's about several things but to frame it as this movie about architecture and how architecture works in a landscape and kind of within a setting in people's lives to then bog it down with like really just trite and boring and uh, filled with kind of forced anecdotes and uh, symbolism in the dialogue was just just so unnecessary to me uh, to break to to break it down a little bit uh, and, and and there's some ma- major points here. That I feel like it, it fails right, 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 and kind of right in the beginning, or early in the film. John Cho is the is the lead here. <clears throat> it's a co-lead. He, him and a, a young actress, Haley Lou Richardson, who I don't uh, not familiar with her work. And um, very small cast. Michelle Forbes plays uh, the young Haley Lou Richardson's characters. Um, what was her name in the film? Casey. Uh, her mother, Rory Culkin's in this, and Parker Posey. Uh, Laurie Culkin of Scream 4 fame. He's a Culkin. He's, he's a Culkin. The Culkin clan. Basically, there's a renowned architect who's in Columbus to do, give a speech. He has a stroke or something. Fall, he falls into a, a heart attack or something. Uh, and he's in the hospital and kind of he's in a coma. So his son, who he's kind of estranged from, played by John Cho, who's great, who I've loved in other, other things. And he's, he's a really, really good actor. And he's good in this. He's really, I think, he, the, kind of the best part of the film. And it kind of, I think, saves a lot of this film. There's, I mean, there's, there are some good things to the film, and I'll get to that. I just... The the annoying parts and the parts that I didn't think worked were just were too big for me to to get past, and that's what we'll get into. But uh, he plays a, the son of this renowned architect who has has this fractured relationship with his father, who's now fallen ill, and he's stranded in Columbus, kind of just waiting to see what happens with his dad's health. Uh, and then you have a young architecture enthusiast uh, who's graduated from high school, and now she's working at a library and in some, you know, lowish level position sort of, uh, but she just, she's sort of not sure what she wants to do. And we find out quickly that her mother is a former meth addict and she feels like almost like she needs to be the mother for her mom. And so she, she's kind of putting her life on hold as she waits to see how, if her mother's going to be okay. And so she doesn't want to leave, um, to go to college. Uh, and she's obsessed with architect- architecture, which 
is fine and people are obsessed with architecture and uh, obviously the guy who made this movie is probably at some level obsessed with architecture architecture plays a big part of this and columbus is a apparently did i know this going in i did not it was a renowned for its uh what do you what would you call this style i'm not an architecture guy okay um and what the hell is the name is i guess it's just modernist I think you just call it modernist. I don't know. Uh, and um, yeah, it's 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 almost like I w- it almost looks like the what I would call brutalist in a sense. But maybe I'm maybe I'm speaking out of uh, at a turn here, uh, not quite getting the, the 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 wording right. But they're these like kind of they are lovely looking concrete structures that uh, you know the one the one I'm sure she describes one thing as you new. Know, creating symmetry by not but without actually having symmetry and there's a lot of like uh you know a big big concrete thing connected connectors as a bridge kind of a hospital part of the columbus hospital that kind of goes over a creek and um the beautiful shots but here's the, the the fault number one here of this film is there's there's a magical element to these two characters meeting and and it's almost too perfect right like so he's got he's he keep he's living in his the shadow of his father in a sense he can't understand his father they they have a fractured relationship for 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 many different reasons and then she's got the the, the bad relationship with the mom so it's a daughter mom father son these two characters meeting together she loves architect architecture he's the son of a world-renowned architect scholar they see each other randomly and they they start smoking cigs. They start blasting cigs together, uh, out of the blue. And um, she even says to him, "Are you so and so's?" And they make they kind of make a point to be like, "Oh, well, because I'm Asian, you know." And then that 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 becomes kind of a minor, minor thing here. But yeah, that that doesn't work. That didn't work for me. There's no connecting the dots between those two characters and have the, having them strike up this friendship, which immediately just becomes the movie. Is these two characters engaging in long? conversations uh often framed by her top five uh list of the best buildings in columbus which is if that sounds boring it it is boring and i don't have any problem with boring i love boring look at some of my reviews uh the early rick alverson movies are are so purposefully boring um that it's almost the entire point is is to is to kind of um feel the slog of the of the of of how how boring life can be, which can be really boring. So I have no problem with that. Uh, I do have a problem with with packing your dialogue with just trite, unnatural conversational moments, especially between people who just met. And then to have these characters perfectly have these the symmetry in your life, it just didn't seem real to me. I I, I didn't buy in. So from the very get go, because I I couldn't buy in, uh, the movie doesn't work for me. Now the movie's beautiful looking, and if you had removed sixty five percent of the dialogue, uh, I think, and just had the characters staring out, and <laughs> maybe chopped a few minutes off of it. I mean, it's not long; it's like ninety minutes. But um, that's an hour. Well, one hundred. The running time is one hundred and four minutes. Excuse me. Fifteen minutes. I know I gave some shit the other day for uh, the, uh, we're talking about running times. Um, let me get that right. One hundred and four minutes. You just, yeah. I when you when you build from there, 
speaking of building, right? Because we're talking about this way about architecture. Yeah, yeah. See that? That's how you do you do it. There's there's a you you've built it on a faulty kind of uh, foundation here, and uh, I felt like that the whole movie at that point was kind of null and void. I, I knew exactly. I, I didn't know exactly what was going to happen, but you know, you know, it was going to happen. Like there was going to be no definitive resolutions. Uh, one of the characters would leave. One of the characters would stay. Their futures would be ambiguous. Uh, whether they would stay in touch would be ambiguous. And that's basically what happened. Um, I won't give it away. <laughs> if you want, if you want, like, so there's no, there's not even a question of like how will this resolve itself because it, it, you just know once you get into the type of movie that this is that the resolution isn't the point. And the point is to see what these these characters can learn from each other and what we what the viewer can glean from this kind of impromptu relationship uh given both of their circumstances which are you know quite uh stark and real and emotional uh during the course of the movie the um casey's mother has what we believe is a relapse she's she's lying she starts lying about uh, what shift she's working to her daughter and so that's fractured um Oh, another another kind of magical moment in a, in a movie that's really about reality, right? So it's about it's trying to uh, it's not a ma- it's not a magical realist type of film. It's a realist film. But one one other thing that didn't strike me as realistic at all is that she said that she met a, a Yale architectural scholar and um and she and and the and just randomly she's like yeah she's like I kind of have an offer to just go to school at Yale or do something in Yale for this person. It's like. But she's like, hey, yeah, I'm just gonna stay here and watch my mom. I don't know if I don't know if like people who are in the middle of Ohio uh, are just impromptu after meeting someone for one day, getting offered like scholarships to Yale without them trying to apply or do anything in that field like officially. Uh, I don't know. Uh, and then because this script isn't good. You have you have to deal with some of these other performances, and like I said, John Cho is making the lemonade here uh, out of this what is really a lemon of a script. Uh, he's doing great. Uh, Haley Lou Richardson is is fine, uh, not not as strong as jo- as Cho, but the other actors in this just, given the fact that they were not the central uh, focal point here, and I think that their limited screen time. Uh, working with a bad script is so stifled. Rory Culkin is just, I, I, was, I, I found his scenes unbearable, just unbearable to hear him talk with uh, um, Haley Lou Richardson's character. It just He plays a sort of a love interest. He works at the library as well, and, and, and their conversations are so just, uh, I, I hated it. I hated every word. It was like they were sarcastic, but it, it was, it just fell so flat, and it, and, and the delivery was so stifled. Uh, and I don't know if it was about it was a chemistry issue or what. Or it was just related to the bad script. I don't know. And Parker Posey, who I generally like a lot, she plays the um, I guess long term long time assistant of John Cho's father, the architect. And again, she's just that doesn't work for me either. Um. Yeah, just stifled. Just like a like a there's a block. Something was just like not it's just not working. 
It's a, it's got all this. This movie's got a lot of beautiful moving pieces, and on its surface, I can see why it got good, strong reviews. Ninety-seven um, percent Rotten Tomatoes on one hundred twenty-seven reviews is pretty good, uh, but not for me. It did not work for me. It worked for you. Bless your heart. So love you. So love everyone in this whole planet of ours. This beautiful world. We're just on a rock spinning around a fucking star. Are you kidding me? Also, I thought it was funny that the music, the uh, the guy who composed this is just some guy who goes by. Ha- oh, it's a, a ham. Oh no, it's, sorry, it's a two, it's a two person uh, post rock ambient band. Which the it was good. It was very very sparse and uh, understated, and it was fine. But it, it, I thought I was just like music composed by Hammock. I thought it was just like a guy using a pseudonym, like the director writer, and I was like, that's pretty funny. But Hammock apparently apparently is a new uh, as a as, I'm sorry as a two member ambient post rock band. Nashville. Gotta love those drone ambient Nashville two person bands. I'm a big fan. So I gave it a four. Not for me. Uh, Columbus. But do check out Kogonada's. Kogonada. YouTube. I'm, I am going to go back and watch some of his YouTube stuff. I kind of forget his his stuff uh, specifically. And I've, a lot of it I haven't seen. But I think it's cool. I I, I do. Uh, all my, my not liking this aside, I think it's I think it's great that someone was able to kind of do that first and then work his way into narrative feature films. That's pretty awesome. And uh, it's kind of like a, a a route you don't see take taken or haven't seen before. And uh, I think it's a pretty cool one. So. All right, we'll be back. Uh, next edition, next up will be The Cage. Chapter 9 of my year of Nicolas Cage movies, which is going to probably last the next decade before I finish all of them. Uh, So stay tuned for that, and thanks for listening.